right, Mikey, I know I put, this might be putting you on the spot. I know the big game is coming up, but I got to ask you about this Kevin Durant rumors that I'm hearing. Now, if, I, I know how you feel about Kevin Durant. Yeah. I think the whole I podcast, think the whole podcast all our all many, many listeners that we have. But if Kevin Durant leaves the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. they come to the New York Knicks, and he could bring Kyrie Irving that would leave the Celtics to come to the Knicks, how would you feel? Because I know you like Kyrie. That's true. Would I, you would you change your opinion on on Kevin Durant coming from a probably going to win another NBA championship, and they'll probably win again next year even without Kevin Durant, Golden State, because then they can keep the rest of that team together. How would you feel about KD coming to then New York? Would that change your opinion of him, or would you be? I mean, it wouldn't really change my opinion of him at all, just because of you know what he already did. It already happened, all that. Right. I know that like that would be especially great for New York. Everybody would love and forgive him and right. embrace him, especially if we can bring Kyrie. Um, I don't really think that it would like. It would also to me too. It's like to me. I, I am a LeBron loyalist, but I'm like, oh, so you do like what LeBron did. You go to a team like the Lakers who aren't doing that great. You try to bring some of your friends, and you do the team as like a turnaround. Like, right. I mean, I'm also not that much of a Knicks fan. If this is like, let's say, the equivalent in like hockey, if somebody was coming to the Rangers, I'd like Ovechkin, I would love it. I would be so, but not being a Knicks fan, I'm just like, Whatever. It's whatever. So it's I think, more like your opinion of him would still be. Yeah, it would like, still be whatever. But I'd be happy that he's not like the big bad villain in the NBA anymore. Because then the Golden State wouldn't be. Because I know there's talks of you know Clay Thompson leaving too. So at this point, right. then if he goes and Thompson's gonna go, then they won't be you know what they. And then I know that the Cousins is only gonna stay there for. Demo is only gonna stay there for like one season. So I would like. I wouldn't change my opinion on Durant, but I would like him to go to the Knicks. So that the NBA's talent is more dispersed. Right. I also, right. I also would love personally if Kyrie went to the Lakers instead of the Celtics anyway, because he did kind of have a remorseful thing to LeBron, like "Sorry, I did that to you." Almost right. like I'll to if I'm LeBron, I'm accepting him back with open arms. Come join me in LA. Yeah, it's funny you said next. that because Stephen had, had mentioned that that he had gave a public apology That's to right. that yeah. he handled it all wrong, <clears throat> or what did he basically say? Like he basically just said that. Uh, he's appreciated LeBron James more uh, for having to be like the guy, um, you know, that uh, part like Kyrie used to be the second fiddle to LeBron. And right. uh, after, uh, you know, he kind of wanted to go to another place to be the guy and uh, work, you know, being the one who has one and having to show the younger players how to do it. Kyrie realized how hard that is and, and reached out to LeBron James and, uh, just you know, sent a statement of appreciation uh, to LeBron James. It is different now. If you were if, Zach, if you were going to play, if you had a chance to play on the Knicks, if they've got Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. yeah. or if you're Kyrie, so yeah. the Knicks get Kyrie, let's say, right. and the Knicks get Kevin Durant, and LeBron's in the Lakers, Kyrie can go to either team. Where would you want to play in the East Coast in New York, or the West Coast out with LeBron, or do you want to play with Kevin Durant? What would be the team that you would want to? Like, where would you want to go if you had that kind of talent? Oh, I'm, I'm going to Houston for Chris Paul. Oh, you're going to Houston? Okay, I forgot. Let's say Chris Paul is okay, out right, for the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I mean, I, I guess I would go... Now, I, I guess I'd go New, New York. York guy. Yeah. You love the city. I know you're a big New York guy. Yeah. Um, you're going to make money either place. Yeah. 
I, I feel like New York would be the place to go because uh, I think California, while it has stress, it doesn't have the stress that New York does. And I just, I'm more comfortable with that. The, the stress and attention. So the I stress that, that yeah. makes perfect sense. So now, you know, I want to just kind of get off the basketball topic just for a little bit because there's this big game coming up. It's called the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, we are in the, the, the press village outside. Isn't that where we're Right. We're, we're on radio, way off Radio Row yeah, from off, Atlanta. We are off, off, off. We're all, like, kind of off-Broadway. Yes. <laughs> you know, we couldn't get the credentials and time to get down to Atlanta, but next year it's all going to be, that's my fault. We're going to South Beach next year, Stephen. That's where it's going to be in Miami. It's in Miami next so year. So we're going to take our talents to South Beach <laughs> next year, <laughs> and we're all going to go down there. But the Super Bowl's coming up. Patriots, and then again, they should mm-hmm. just call it the Patriot Bowl, mm-hmm. against the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm going to come out early, this is the Patriots Super Bowl, I think. I really, I don't think there's anything that the Rams are going to do defensively or offensively that the Patriots aren't going to be able to stop. They are on such a roll right now. Now, let me just put this in context. I've been wrong for every game mm-hmm. I picked from the playoffs on. Mm-hmm. I haven't got one. I picked Kansas City. I picked San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, and last year I picked the Patriots and they lost. So I, I don't want to jinx anybody, but I just don't think there's anything that the Rams are going to do in this game that Belichick hasn't seen, that Brady hasn't seen. And I don't think they're going to put up as many points because I think the Patriots are just going to run this football, mm-hmm. control the clock, and then. If the, if the Rams get down like they did against the Saints a couple of weeks ago, 13, 14, 17 points, it's over. Because the Patriots just know they don't let up. There's never like a team that comes back on them that's going to make up that deficit. They did it big against the Falcons a couple of Super Bowls ago and came back. They know how. They've never, they're not worried about if they're down by 14 points or so. They still feel they can do it. If the Rams get down, Jared Goff, youngest quarterback Super Bowl history, Mm-hmm. You really? I think he's the youngest starting quarterback. I think he's younger than Marino when he started. I think younger he's the, than even Brady when I Brady think, started. I think he's just a little bit younger. I think I. I, I think they're both. It's got to be by days. It's only days. No, it's not by years. It's not by years. It's just by. But he's <clears throat> he's still or or one of the maybe. Mm-hmm. So I don't get controversial. I don't want to be. We're at very even keel podcast, but I just don't think. Now I may be wrong. I know you're. I'm not coming out. You know. Going to break your, your thing, but you do like the the Rams in this game. I think. I, I I'm not saying I like them. I'm rooting for the Rams. You're rooting for the Rams. Um, I think it's going to be a tough matchup. For, it, it, you know, it's hard to pick against the Patriots with a, with a team that's so unexperienced. It's true. Um, true. I, you know, I, I this is the ninth time the Patriots are playing in the Super Bowl. So think um, about that. I mean. Tom Brady's played more than 31 other franchises in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady alone. He's got more experience alone than than anybody else on the Rams in the Super Bowl or in playoff games. I mean, that's how, I mean, just alone, just Tom Brady alone mm-hmm. and what they do and how good they are. I mean, it, see that, t- to me now, this could be that they're so good or I think they're so good that they could have that one bad game because they haven't had a bad game in the playoffs. San Diego they beat up. Kansas City they, I don't want to say they beat up, but they... They hung on, and now they've got this one more hill to climb, as we mm-hmm. say. But I just don't think that Bill Belichick is going to let, as great as McVay is, and he's a young coach, and he's got all these, he's got tremendous. There was a, a, a thing that I heard on the radio, they were talking about it. On, on He was on Real Sports, and he was interviewed McVay, and then he can remember every play that he has called mm-hmm. during the season. Mm-hmm. 
Brian Gumble uh, on mm-hmm. Real Sports, they said, uh, you're playing the Giants. It was second and 15 at your 30-yard line. What happened? He goes, okay. We threw a pet. Boom. We did that. He remembered the play, mm-hmm. the formation. I mean, the guy, is he's brilliant. As Belichick is brilliant. But Belichick's done it. And I, I just think, I just don't see the it, Rams. It's just, I think the Rams are going to score points. But I just don't think they're going to score enough. I think the Patriots can score. But they can, they can play it close to the best and run the ball. Or they can just throw around. It's interesting because the Rams were the, the first team the Patriots ever played. This Patriots, you know, the Brady-Belichick Patriots. Correct. Played in the Super Bowl. That's right. And the, the Patriots at that time were, or, or the, excuse me, the Rams at that time were like the dominant franchise in the NFL. They had won the Super Bowl a couple of years before as the greatest right. show on turf. Right. Um, you know, they had Kurt Warner. Um, and then it was the young upstart Patriots that were able to They had to good White House. Yep. They had, you know, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt. They mm-hmm. were a good football. And they had uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. And, you know, so they had everything. So, you know, sometimes some weird things happen, as we know. And this could, like, if the Rams win it, you have to figure that this is a scenario with, with McVeigh and Goff. Does this become... Are not, they obviously, even, not are they. Not, are they going to play in nine Super Bowls? Right, that's, that's a lot. But could they be a franchise that um, is going to compete for line. the next generation? I mean, it's a that, great storyline. That's line, a great storyline. If it that. doesn't, if not this, when will the Patriots decline? Right. Like, like, I mean, it, it's almost silly. We bring it up almost every year, or it feels like mm-hmm. is this the end for the Patriots? And it's always not. Yeah, no, um, we've talked about that before. That they, I mean, we've said we. We're seeing greatness, whether we like the team or not. You're seeing it in Brady, what this guy can do. He's 41 years old. He's slinging the ball around like he's 21 years old. And there's nothing like, to me, there's nothing. The Rams defense aren't a dominant defense. No. So there's nothing that they're going to throw at Brady that he's not going to go to the line and go, really? The only thing, though. This is what you best you got? The Giants defenses that beat him weren't great defenses. They were defenses that got hot at the right time. And they were schemed and they were were able to get after Brady. And, like, they won those two Super Bowls because they got pressure on him. Right. Now, if you just look at the Rams, they have a lot of talent on the defensive line. They do. That... If they win, you have to figure Donald had a big game. You have to figure Sue had a big game. Dante yeah. Fowler had a big game. Right. They were getting after him. The they were keeping a keep to leave. You know, it's probably going to have to make a nice play. But I think it'll be mostly up front. Right. That if the Rams win, it'll be because of that. I agree. Now, Wade Phillips has been in the league a lot, a long time. Good, very, obviously one of the better defensive, co- probably if you just look at his career, one of the better defensive coordinators But did ever. you hear what... Uh, like Belichick kind of gave him a backhanded compliment, saying he hasn't changed the defense in 30 years. Oof, He's been I didn't playing hear that. He, he so he kind of intimated like the guy's been playing a great defense, but I've seen it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Brady's seen it, and that's to me that's the biggest factor of the game. If Brady can, you know, obviously stay healthy, which you know you always wish right. everybody does. If they don't, and if they, you knock any quarterback around, it, it doesn't matter. Like you said, Dominic and Sue's got to have a great game. Uh, I think well, Aaron Donald. I think is going to be double teamed. I don't think Belichick is going to let Aaron Donald beat him. But he's good enough where you can try to. Right. He's a good enough player where you could double, triple team him and he could still make a play. But you know what? The thing is, the Rams can't blitz him though. 
if they're not getting to him because he's going to get torn apart right. going over right. the middle. Like Todd Brady says, the middle of the field with these rules now, I own it. And if he's got Gronk playing halfway decent, and he's Edelman. got Edelman who just seems to catch everything. everything. Mm-hmm. They had, what, four third nines against the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and they converted nine or longer, and they converted each one. Mm-hmm. And the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I think, is a little bit, or was rated number, you know, the pass rush was good, but they couldn't get any pass rush on, on Brady at all. And it wasn't quite like in the Chiefs game the Patriots were surprising them. If no. You, if you listen to Tony Romo call the game, he said right before look, they're going to look for Gronk up right. top, and sure right. as hell, they went to the Gronk on third and ten a couple they times. Did, and, did, they did you know, that, um, and I know that Tony Romo is your guy. So as a play-by, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy. Come on, I'm happy that he will be calling a Super Bowl. He's very he's good. GQ did name him like just recently one of the best sportscasters out there now. He's, I'll like, tell you, key, I, great sports. He brings an incredible enthusiasm that that I think, I think I, I'm easier on a lot of color commentators than you are. I yeah, like I a lot more. I, I like Collinsworth quite a bit. I do. I, uh, I've softened on, you've on softened. both of them. Collinsworth um, does his homework. He's very he's, good. That's he's why I've good. always liked it. But Romo, what he adds to the game just from an energy perspective, mm-hmm. yeah. I think is just, it's infectious. He's, he like loves, a thin, he's like a thin John Madden. He, <laughs> right? he loves, you know, exactly. You know, he loves. Boom. Ha, that would be mad at, you know, mad yeah. this whole thing. So then maybe it would be Romo. You know, he had yeah. Gruden, uh, you know, Gruden, like, really, you know, he was always, like, you know, getting real excited at the plays, uh, right. at, at some of the things he was seeing. But Gruden, I mean, Romo gets excited to a level that I think Romo's better, much better than John Gruden. Oh, I agree. I agree. Much better. Much and better with this thing where he's telling you what the play's going to be before, and sure as hell, he's like, he'll even say sometimes, oh, look, he might switch out of this, and then the quarterback switches out of it to yep. this play. Like now They may get a little heads up. From their pregame meetings and, and you know a couple of days sure. before they talk to him, but you just wonder if he could see this all now. Yeah, where was it? Where was it when he was playing? Right, Mike. I where, think I, because you were saying it before. I think it's funny now. He's gonna oh, it's so great he can comment on the Super Bowl, but it sucks he never got he to never one. Got wow. to I was gonna one. say he's an uncharted. That's rough. Yeah, those yeah, yeah, those do, right. And listen, don't get me wrong, he's not playing anymore. I didn't like him because he's on the Cowboys. Now I don't have any ill will towards him. I hope, you know, he's, like you're saying, everybody in the world is saying how great he's doing and calling, like, plays and seeing what's going to happen before it happens. I'm like, good, I hope he has a great career in comedy. But now, like... I still, I'm not, he never made it to a Super to me, Bowl. he's a natural. Being a he's cowboy, a, I'm just To come out. right off the, the come right, well, look, this is, this might be sacrilege, but he's way better than Phil Simms ever was, and he took the job from Phil Simms as a, as a color player. Oh, as, a color, as an analyst? As an analyst, oh, yeah. as a color well, commentator. Well, don't forget, Phil Simms started on ESPN. I didn't know that. And he left ESPN, they weren't, weren't happy that he left ESPN to go to CBS, and mm. then he got the top job with Jim Nance. And, I didn't know that. And, yeah, and then Jim Nance now... Said, you know what? Is that, Trying to put a, Phil along with Boomer, mm-hmm. Zach's favorite quarterback of all time. Trader. <laughs> As a Giants fan, that's hard to say, but he's way better than uh, Phil Sims ever was. He's very because he's a different. I, mean, I, I think Madden and him are are the same. Madden would would go on there and you know be out, you know, but Romo kind of is is passionate, but yet he's not drawing on the the TV right. screen or whatever. Or but. He brings it another level to the game, and Jim Nance. I think he's made even Jim Nance better. Jim Nance, you know, because yeah. Jim Nance to me is kind of like okay, he's Jim Nance, but 
I don't, I don't dislike Jim Nance. He's not my favorite. I think Al Mike. I'd like to see. Oh, Al Michaels. You know what great Al Mi- would yeah, be? Al Michaels. Al Michaels, Romo, and Collinsworth would be a great booth. That would be. That yeah. would be an awesome booth to, to have the three you of them in the game. You could have Romo do like the, he'd be like your main color guy who'd be analyzing what's happening. And Collinsworth would be great for context. He does that pro football focus where he's, he's great with the analytic side of great. it. He's great. That, he's really good, Collinsworth. And I was not a big Chris Collinsworth fan, mm-hmm. but he's really good. I didn't know good. you could come around on him. Though. I've come around on him. I but, think I think we can agree that uh, Romo's um, a better well, color guy than Troy Aikman. I think so. Troy Aikman's steady. Troy Aikman he's is steady, like yeah. the same way Troy Aikman played. He, I, I, I think Romo was a better quarterback than Aikman was, oh, too. But that's, well, uh, that's, that's a debate for a whole That's other, another whole episode. Other. Now, when you watch a game... Mm-hmm. When you're watching a game, yeah, which you, is this game? Does it because <laughs> right, you don't watch a lot of football? No. But when you're watching a guy break, does it? Do you get a little bit more like from when a guy is breaking down a game? He he simplifies it in a way or shows you like because you're not a huge football. Yeah, fan. No, I think that's well established. Um, yeah, it, a, a good one. Well, like a, like a I, I don't know. Um, I feel like usually halfway through the Super Bowl, a, a good color guy will make me feel like I can start, you know, like intelligently knowing a little bit what's going on, or at least seeing what's going on. Right. Um, but who, do you enjoy who, like the the like? Have you heard Tony Romo at all this year? Have you listened to him like do any uh, games? You know what? I I I've, I think I've heard him maybe just a couple of plays and okay. things like that here and there. And but Sunday, but you're what you're Super Bowl watching this Sunday. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Michael Bublé is in a commercial. I gotta watch. That will draw you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. Nothing says a Super Bowl like Michael. Like a Michael Bublé. So that will draw you. Mike, yeah. you're gonna watch Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. You're gonna. It's it's a big deal. I'm gonna watch it, but like I'm gonna watch it like I do every year. The Giants are in it. Just like I, I'm just gonna. I want to see the final outcome. Are we all though Patriot? Like we we've softened on it, or we do we do we like the Patriots? Oh God, no, no. I mean, no my, I'm, it's I'm resolved. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I want this done. I rooted for the Eagles last year. Okay. Yeah. In the uh, Super Bowl. I, yeah, go if, birds. If anything, I, I only hate them more with each passing year. Really? Yeah, and I think that uh, I think that Tom Brady, I, I, I just think he's like straight up not a good person. So I really hope he loses. Why not a good person? I, I don't like that thing when he didn't shake that guy's hand when he, when when they lost us. I don't think he, I think I don't think he's a good sportsman. I don't think he conducts himself the way he should. All right. I think he's kind of a punk. And I can't wow. wait to. See, I hope he loses. Wow! Yeah, I hope he, he hears did, He did. He did. Like, kind of make. Goals. You know what? Yeah, but he he'd been there. He'd done this a bunch of I times. I got you. You don't I get to do that because you're 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 in a tip because you didn't win. What a spoiled little baby! So well, you I are can't a man of, of honor. So I, that, yeah. that's that's it. So if they win the Patriots, you're going to feel you're. So you're rooting. I, oh, I hate watching it. I can't wait. You're hate I, watching it. And any way they win tomorrow, I don't care. The I don't, don't care. care. Uh, Michael, you feel that you, you have that same level of hate towards no, I mean, I've softened. I'm actually warm. A lot. <laughs> I, I, I got you're, warm. I really hate him. a little him. red there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. hate him. Wow. I've softened on the Patriots a lot, mainly because the one big thing that I love to go back to is Giants beat them. So already, there's you know two Super Bowls. That, and now we can't say that the only team that beat them, the Eagles did. But I right. still go back to, I mean, I know every Patriots fan in the entire world will be like, oh, this and that. And I was like, well, the Giants still beat them. But as long as they're not playing, like if this was the Giants versus the Patriots tomorrow, I'd be gung-ho. Oh, you know, I hate the Patriots, all this. But whatever. I think it's, 
maybe it's partly in part of doing this podcast, but it's also something we like to go into a different how we started with basketball, like. Well, and I know my my hatred of Kevin Durant aside, but like right. you know, watching players with the, we talked about with LeBron, like at some point, everybody in every place is gonna hate him. At some, I just like watching the legacy grow, and like you know what, yeah. Tom Brady, if he gets an, he's already right now has the mo, more Super Bowl appearances than all other thirty one NFL teams, you know, not including like the Patriots because he's been on it. So it's right. just like at this point, if he can get, continue being great this time, like whatever. Because at the end of the day, I'm not a Rams fan. I don't. I can't name a player besides Ndamukong Sue just because I know he was on the Lions beforehand. So I you know I'm, Todd Gurley or Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff. I don't know. Him but Todd I mean, Gurley. I don't think he's saying he's. But I honestly, too, I, I don't. I don't like. Like, here's the thing, too. I don't like Goff enough that I want him to be Bray. Like, I don't care about Jared Goff. People are saying he's like the young Bray, the same like so, like you know, Southern California kid didn't know like a lot. He what did he say? He didn't know where East and West was. Like, this yeah, is this is not my sets, this yeah. is not my like knight and shy garbage to throw in the Patriots. I don't care about the Rams. So I don't really, and I, you know, I was I was a huge Philly fan last year just for the Super Bowl, you know, against that. So not like I'm a Patriots fan either. I'm just I don't care. <laughs> like at this point, well, are Brady you does the Brady does lose. He'll tie Jim Kelly for four Super Bowl losses as starting quarterback. Does Tarkin have four? Losses? I don't think no. Joe Cap lost one against the Steelers uh, at Super Bowl so nine. He has, he's only so three. he's he's lost. Yeah, um, Brady just happens to have five wins. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. But it's funny that he'd have the most wins and in tied for the most losses. But he, that just shows you how great he's been there. Not you know what I mean? He's been there so many times. He's been there. So, it's insane. When you think, are of you that, rooting for the Patriots? I am. You I'm, respect their greatness. Obviously. I you know what? I softened on it. I am. I, I just think. Going into this game, that there's nothing that, like I said earlier, the Rams are going to do that are going to get the Patriots flustered. And I mean, I don't know, like he didn't shake hands, and that's a fine way to be and everything. And I, you know, there's a lot of things to maybe not like about him or whatever. But I mean, we talk about Jordan being great, but Jordan get didn't get the nine finals. No, and, and there's always like this. now he did take a year off Jordan playing basketball or baseball and playing a couple of years playing baseball. But just think, like, and this is like. Of all sport, they always say, now, you guys like hockey, you played football, you know, whatever. They say this is the ultimate team sport. You mm-hmm. need everybody else around you, too. But I think he lifts up people to a to a level that... Well, he's in a system that I think that fit, that complements him. The system that, I, I get, there's no doubt about that, but you still have to be good in that system. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think he's been, over all these years, complacent about being in it. Like, I'm Tom Brady. I'm like, you like, know, when he came out, oh, sorry, Cody. As I know, he came out recently and said, oh, well, I'm not playing this hard every year to get to the Pro Bowl. Is that what he said? Like, he kind of gave like a back, you know, an insult to the yeah. Pro Bowl. So you could tell that it's like, no. and it goes to the part with probably not shaking somebody's hand, but he's competitive. And, and just Whatever to your point about it, uh, to Zach, about him not shaking hands, I've never heard, uh, every player that I've ever heard that has played with Brady loves him. Yeah, They've okay. only said the highest of and things we're not about. Here to, if you don't like, no, that's no, fine. That I'm just saying that I, I also need to be challenged. I think know? part of his, yes, like he can't, he doesn't want to. That's part of his greatness. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, he gets so, you know, all these guys want to win, obviously, but he's so all consumed by. I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying yeah. that I've I've heard interviews of people that have played with him, and I I don't think I. Have you heard of a player say a bad that's played I, with Brady and said I don't I like Brady? He may not be. Let's say like universally loved, but I think everybody respects what he's done. You but know I, what I mean? But, but I heard, I've never heard, I heard James Harrison 
who played against him with yeah. the with the Steelers, Steelers yeah. and then came and played for played a with year them, yeah. with the with the Pats, with the Pats and he, yeah. he had nothing but but yeah, but but I mean, high you know, praise. That's for I'm not knocking you. No, trust me, you're not alone on how yeah. people feel about no, the Patriots and the, you know, like people say, hey, the, he, he's a cheater, and he why did he the, the flate gate and spy gate? But you know what? Through it all, and the tuck rule. The tuck, the tuck rule is not his no, rule, but no, that, but that's when you like, think of it, that think is a great him. thing with that because that was a bogus call, the tuck rule. But that's well, all he, here's thing. another interesting thing about the Super Bowl. The Patriots got their – that really they lost that game to the Raiders. That's right. Other than the bogus tuck rule. Right. How did the Saints – how did the Rams get Rams there? Rams get there because of that call. Because of the pass interference. So there's so many parallels that are, that are running that, are that it almost feels like to me if – this Patriots thing ever ends, it would be in this kind of scenario. I, it, like where I said, it's, a perfect it's, story it's almost like, I can't explain it in X's and O's how they lose. Because if you look at it position by position, if you look at it experience, if you look at it through right. a variety of other factors, I think any rational person would have to say that the Patriots are the favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only three points. It's only three points. It's not th- it's, you know, um, but I think that, that the, the Patriots have discernibly more paths to win the game. I think that the Rams, to win the game, it's very narrow. It's either they just score a ton of points and because McVay finds a bunch of weaknesses and, and Goff plays a great game, right. or it's the pass rush that gets them. But those are really that or some combination of the two are the only way I could see the Rams winning the game. Right. That, that's I, that's the only way I can see the Rams winning It touches like a lot on you said before about it's like the Patriots game to lose. But I think it also talks about like the Patriots, just aura about them, or like when you look at them, because like like you were saying, they lost the Super Bowl last year. Like they love, but we're still saying it's impossible to right. think of how because they, they get back, they just get yeah. right back. But yeah. that's why like it go, it touches on just how like great they are. Like they lost last year, a team proved that they could be beat last year, even not like five and years ago, and yet we still think I don't know how they. When you look at win. it. They still had a chance to win that game. Yeah, you know, in the final play, you they know always, they what's, always, they're, they're what's never crazy. Crushed. They what's, never crush people. What's crazy about this is Brady played probably his best game ever in a Super Bowl last year. Five hundred over five hundred yards. It's just to like. give the the Eagles a lot of credit. Credit. That was a really damn good team last year that we didn't appreciate how good they were. Like and just that if that team, that team was like was historically a really. Good damn foot. They were. I think they were a fourteen and two regular season yeah. team that was able to win a Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. Yeah, that's, that's how amazing. good they were throughout every position, that's and it. they were able to withstand a game that was maybe Brady's best ever in the Super Bowl. That's true. And that was that was a great game to watch. It was. Like, it, from, it was from, a from somebody who knows little to nothing. And with that like was under a minute left. Brady got the ball back too, right? So and right. down. So it's like and you said. They oh, they had a chance at the very end to and even to, still win. To Stephen's point. The, the big turnover they got, the push up front, the, the, the interception that got another three points. What Wasn't a field goal they got after that turnover near the end of the game? It wasn't a touchdown, right? When they intercepted Brady, they, they hit his arm. Oh, are you talking about in the Chiefs game? Uh, so, no, I'm talking about the, the last year uh-huh. in the, the Super Bowl. Wasn't oh, it? yeah. yeah the, uh, sacked, the, the Eagles got the ball. I just think that the Patriots then didn't have enough time after getting the ball. Right. I think they, they still had a shot with like eight turnover. points to yeah, win the game. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember the – I'm not Sean McVay. I don't remember the right, play-by-play play right. of the game. But um, they, they don't blow people out. But, look, they were down, what, 24 points against the Atlanta the Falcons, Falcons in the Super and Bowl. And they came back, yeah. And they came – that's what I'm saying. I don't think – 
that the Rams are going to get up 24 points on them to be, you know, first no, of all, unless I, Brady's out and, and Edelman's got to play quarterback, you know what I mean, something like that. But they, just, they remind me of the L.A. Kings of a couple of years ago where they had, like, those three seasons where they were almost unstoppable just because they always had another gear. Like, you could never, it seemed like you could never. Their fourth line was as yeah, good as other teams' like, first line. Yeah, like, you could never get past them, and they were never rattled. Because I remember a couple of times teams would get, you know, large numbers in front of them, you know, run up the points in the first or second period and in the third period they just steamroll you they crush you, you and that's what that's what the patriots feel like watching those games are the same level as frustrating as watching the yeah the kings right. in their prime yeah kings versus rangers they are just they yeah. they don't there's no like a, a sense of like urgency like like let's say you're a boxer right you get hit for that first time you're like well how are you going to react to getting punched like how are the rams going to take that punch if the the patriots get the ball Come down, seven-minute drive, touchdown. All right, so now we're, we're already down seven. There's seven minutes going. And they punished the defense. And they punished that defense. And now all of a sudden, Goff comes out, you know, first and ten at the 30-yard line. They get seven, six yards. Boom, they have to punt again. Patriots get the ball. They come down, even put a field goal up. Now it's ten. Now what do we do? They like, never they never feel out of their element as, as the Patriots. Like, even in that no. Super Bowl, they were down 28-3. Not to say that it was the plan to get down twenty eight to three. Correct. But if you talk to the to the Patriots to a person, and this is a lot of the interviews I read after and articles I read about the game plan. Right. It was to run as many plays as possible quick to wear out that Rams defense. I mean that that Falcons defense. defense. So the Patriots were running plays quickly to try now it wasn't netting the points that they were hoping but by the second half they were that warm. Falcons defense was done yeah, they were was gassed. absolutely right. gassed so there was never when they were down 28-3 even after Brady threw the interception to get it down 28-3 the, the the pick six right they you know they were there's obviously they weren't happy about it but there right. was never like we're not in the game. Where right. is anybody watching that was like, oh, this is this great. Game's over. This is over. The Falcons have ended. They popped the balloon. The mm-hmm. It's done. They never really seem like, you never see breakdowns on like the bend of the sidelines. You never see some players like throwing helmets, nugget stuff over. Even then, like you said, they always believe they can the come back. The only one who throws things is Belichick because he can't figure out how to use the, 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 the tablet the tablet that they give him. That's he can't funny. Because he's trying to show a penalty to the referee. Like, this guy was, and he took the and he just said, forget it, I can't use this thing, but there was a penalty. I think if if, if the Rams are going to win this football game, they've got to do, the major thing they've got to do is run the football. And I know they're a passing team, but if Todd Gurley had a terrible game against the Saints. He's also hurt. There's he's a reason been he's, hurt. he's been hurt. I get it, but they're saying now he's not on the injured list, so I don't want to hear now if he's playing, you're not hurt. And that's not from a that's from other athletes saying it. So if you're playing... And if you can't play, C.J. Anderson is going to have to be the key guy and run through and wear them down the same way you were saying that the Patriots want to do. They want to come at the, the Patriots and ram C.J. Anderson, who was out of the league up until three weeks and or four weeks ago. And who's been excellent, though, in the he's opportunities he's He's been a great football player, but he just had, didn't have a job, got it back. The, the, the Rams signed him. And the man's been amazing. I think for them to beat the Pats, somebody like C.J. Anderson, uh, you know, or, you know, one of the, you know, somebody not Brandon Cooks is going to have to step up. Right. Because they don't have Cooper Cup. I think that hurts, obviously. It, it the, it, to me, that changes the complexion of this game. But if they the haven't Rams had it for a while, but they have. Cooper um, Cup. They have Robert Woods. They have Brandon Cooks. Um, somebody, 
off. I think somebody that's not a top line, somebody not Todd Gurley, not Brandon Cooks, is going to have to have a big game. And if and the, if 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 the Rams are to win, that's the way I see. Well, that. your point too with what you can do with Gurley if he can't play, you've got to design maybe six or seven plays for him if if he can't play a full sixty minute game. You've got to get him where you can line him up as a wide receiver, as a slot receiver, and get him going in that respect. That he can doesn't have to run it. You can bulldoze Anderson and throw maybe the bubble screens or whatever else they want to throw to get Gurley involved. If Gurley can't play or he's not healthy or whatever, they're going to be in trouble because that's a big part of their offense. They were lucky against the Saints. They got everything their way. But, you know... To, to, here's the thing about the Patriots, too, and this is a, a side note, but everyone knew when the Patriots won that coin toss, the game was the over. The game was over. You knew that Mahomes wasn't going to get the ball back. Nope. Just like in the Super Bowl. Just like in the Super Bowl in overtime. Thought, right. When they won that to, when they won the coin toss, right. it was over, and everyone knew it. Yep. Now, the Saints, for the bad call, for the bad break they got, they won the coin. Now, this is why, like, look, bad call, but here's why I'm not so much, oh, feel bad for the Saints. They won the coin toss in overtime, right. and they had a shot to do what the Patriots did, go right down there, stick a fork in the Rams, get back for, yep. and they couldn't do it. Nope. So as bad as that call was, they had another. They had a shot to go win the game, right. and they didn't do it. Right. So that's why, yeah, of course, that call sucks, and I sympathize, but... You know what? You guys had another shot to go win that game. But that's that wasn't the make or break play of the game. You won the coin. Now, Patriots for everything that happened in that game, Edelman not getting the fun. You know, right. there was a, now they got some favorable calls in that game. The the roughing the passer. Right. But when they won the coin toss, everyone knew it was over. Yeah. You knew the Chiefs weren't getting the ball back. You gotta. So if you're gonna beat the Patriots. You gotta bury the Patriots. You you can't give them any chance of if they have one breath in them left, and there's a chance. Like you're saying, you got a chance. They always have a chance. That's what mm-hmm. makes them as good as they are. Do the Rams have the diamondism to know that? I mean, like, it seems like these are these are commonly known facts about them. But like, how is it made actionable on the field? What do you do to s- stop? I mean, we've seen that in nine Super Bowls now. Here's the thing I like about McVeigh. He's not afraid right. of anything. And part of why the the Eagles were able to win last year was. Uh, Doug Peterson didn't coach scared for the Eagles at all. He went for that uh, the, the the trick play to Nick Foles. He let his backup quarterback just play. He wasn't doing three yards and you know no, tucking, taking knee, don't lose the game. Force, he right. let him go win it. This guy's not gonna. This coach Sean McVay isn't gonna call a game that's we don't want to lose it. We're gonna throw the ball three yards. Right. We're gonna throw. We're gonna run. We're gonna right. punt. We're gonna play deep. No, he's gonna go out there and try to win. Well, they're the gonna game. do everything like Steven's saying. They're gonna. Fake punt, the exact fake field goal. They're going to try now. Will Belichick be aware of that because they run these things? They yeah, run the fake field. But if it works, or will he do it like everyone in Indianapolis uh, played uh, New Orleans and they go for the surprise onside to win? You know, after coming out of halftime. Something Last like week that. the Rams went for when they were down thirteen nothing. Right, they went for because they were like, "Hey, we have to get some momentum." They were on their side of the ball. They were there on their side of the field. field. Yep. Uh, it was a fourth and five or six, and it's Jim Fossil's son who's the yeah. who's yeah, the, the, the special, special teams, teams coordinator. Coach. They throw a fake punt pass down two touchdowns in their end zone. Right, so, and not in their end zone, but in their on their yeah, half of the, the field. field. So, I don't see any scenario where McVeigh is going to. 
wilt from this game. I think it's going to be a good game. No, I don't think he's going to wilt. I agree. It's going to can Goff is Goff going to rise to the occasion? Rise and the will occasion. Aaron Donald and Sue get pressure on the quarterback? God, but mean, they're not going to be afraid. The Rams. I, I don't see that. that I don't see it. that, and that's what makes this game to no, me I don't, interesting. I don't, I don't think they're going to be afraid because I don't think they. It's not like they feel that they don't belong there. Nope. But to to like your point, Zach, they all, a lot of people say that they shouldn't be there. The Rams feel they belong there. They don't want to hear about the blown call anymore. They're tired of it. They still, like Steven said, went in, overtime, won the game. So they're not going in like, oh, my God, we're playing the, the big, bad Patriots. We don't belong here. They did everything they had they to had do. They had to go into New Orleans, New Orleans. which is not an easy place no. to play. Last two weeks And they ago, were down 13 nothing. They were down 13 nothing. And to Goff's credit, He's down thirteen nothing in an untenable environment. He right. can't. He's calling plays at the yeah. line, and you you like you couldn't hear when he was like right. he was doing everything. Like the place was so loud. They're down thirteen nothing, and and it was really tough for an opposing quarterback to. And he brought them back. Now the the thing too, I don't know if you know, but the coach for the first fifteen seconds when the player when the quarterback goes to the line can talk to him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. You know. I learned that from here. So. <laughs> That's one good thing that he's got to say, hey, we talked about this. They could check out of this defense. If they don't, they're going to do this. If they check out of it, they're going to do this. So McVay's got that time to process it on the field and tell Goff what's going to go on. But that other 15 seconds or, or yeah. 30 seconds or 25 seconds, depending on the play, could say, oh, wait a minute now. Wait. Uh, if he can process it all and he can calm him and work with him, they have it. I mean, obviously they have a chance. They're there. But to me, I just I'm not sold on Jared Goff yet. He's great, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's good. But if he wins this game, and they beat the Patriots. His stock is gonna go. Considering a couple of years ago, he was considered a bust by a lot of people. Uh, of what you know, Jeff Fisher, who was a defensive-minded coach, couldn't get this guy to do anything right. He just seemed he was lost. To two years later, he's got his team in the Super Bowl. That's Coaching, but it's also player getting better and, and, and working and seeing how good you can be. So then, who do you have? Final I've predictions got, on the I've game. Got how, it, do you, how do you I'm see going it shaking? Pats thirty five, Rams twenty four. Oh, so it's a, it's a, it's a close. How, then, what kind of thirty? Is it a close game where the that extra touchdown they, is scored late, or is it the Patriots late, are discernibly a late pick turns it around, okay. or you know a pick? It's it's close, and then the Patriots just do what they do. And get a late so pick it could here. be like 28 24 to start the fourth quarter, and then, Pats and then pull away. the you know, Pats it's going to be field position they're playing. I'm thinking like that, you know, they're both teams are worn down, both teams have done what they want to do, they run the ball, they don't mm-hmm. want to make a mistake. Belichick, see, the thing, like you said, though, both teams are going to go for it fourth and two, the Rams might go for it fourth and one, you know, the Patriots are going to go for it, so it could be more. But I'm going to go 35 24 Patriots to win wow. this, this game. Thirty-five, twenty-four. Interesting. Zach, you got a score for me, or just pick a? Little I, I don't have a score for you, but I think it's going to go down to the wire, and I think that the um, Rams are going to win it uh, with a um, field goal. Okay, well that's. I hope that that's, that's true. That's that Mikey. Great. You got uh, Again, blowout I, or close? I uh, I don't really have a. Well, you know, I, I don't really. Score, I don't you think it's going to be close? Let's put it this way: fourth quarter. Are you still watching it, or you turned it off because the Patriots are up by twenty-one? I feel like it's going to be a blowout. I don't know why. I don't, like, you know, not like I don't know why it's the Patriots, but I think, like, uh, I don't, I see the Patriots winning this, like, ten times out of ten okay. against the Rams. Not like saying the Patriots. Ten out of ten? Jesus. No, He's yeah. 
Yeah, I'll be hearing that. I don't see that the like like even that you guys, you know, your uh, fans of both times trying to play like you know. It's, I don't know. I don't see anything on the Rams that you're saying is because the team you're talking about with the Eagles is almost like a near perfect one of the greatest teams like assembled, and they still it was a close game. Brady had a chance to win, so that was yeah. like the super team. And the Patriots still had a chance, so I don't see anything the Rams are doing that's going to beat out like Belichick and Brady. I can see that. There's a cool that. narrative here. It's the you know the the old evil empire versus the young yep. new people who were in the position. Like you know they became they lived long enough to become the enemy. Now the, now the Rams are going to come up and do it. And if you know, I saw that some of that Saints game actually like the. So Bill Belichick is King George, and uh, and Sean McVay is George Washington. I would say so. Yeah, Revolution. yeah. Okay. I'd say so. Fair yeah, enough. but somebody's Darth Vader. We could yeah, well, I was gonna say yeah. They gotta find the exhaust port and the Death Star, and I think yeah, they can yeah. do it. They can do it. I, yeah, I, no, I, I, I think you know, like it, they've got a chip on their shoulder too because they're being told they didn't they didn't earn. This trip to Zimbabwe. That, that's so a lot too. Something to prove. Right. Having a chip on your shoulder going in, like you got a perfect feeling. You got to hear about how great Brady is. Yeah. How great do we have to hear that? How great the Patriots are. It's a good point. And like Stephen said, the first Super Bowl they won was the St. Louis Rams. They beat Greatest Show on Turf, and they won by a field goal. So, that, look, I I, I, th- I think that the Rams have a real shot at this game. Uh-huh. I think it's a close. I think. Look. I'm excited for it just as a football fan. The spread's fan. three. The spread's three. Patriots I think, three. I think that's the type of game we're going to see. Right. Now, that's a horrible pick. Um, that's the easiest pick in the world to make. Uh, but, unfortunately, I think my head is telling me, or my heart's telling me one thing, and my head is telling me another. And I, it just maybe it's just history. I can't pick against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go with the Patriots. 27, just because I can't pick a guy. I can't in good so conscience. I'm the only Rams pick. person. I, look, I'm ro- no. rooting hard for it. I hope that I hope that the Rams win. Um, and if the Patriots are to lose and this thing begins to unravel, it looks like this losing to this young upstart crew. Um, I, I will have to go with the Patriots. I really hope that Zach. No, I, I, I really I, I hope trust that you're you. Right. I trust like you. I said, I hope, like it's, it, I hope it comes down to it. Would be ironic. If the Rams win on a last-second field goal, like the Patriots did their first Super Bowl, and I know was a thing, I everything just, I is it. there. So you've got that going with you. It's funny you bring up irony. Has Alanis Morissette ever played the halftime at the Super Bowl? No. Okay. No. No. no? We can confirm that. We can have one hundred percent confirm that. You know, um, jagged little pill, though. <laughs> I mean, we, we know great. that you, you love that, great. Dad. To yeah. transition here, Stephen, hit me. What do you got for me, Ben? You've seen all the Super Bowls. Every Super Bowl. Not in person, but on TV. On TV. Yes, sir. You've seen every single one of them. Yes. You're old. We've established that. Very. Um, Those stupid commercials. We've been to every Super Bowl. Just say I'm sorry. I hate those guys. Well, one of the guys is dead, though. Or or not there or something. I think there used to be four. Now there's three. I don't know if he passed or just couldn't make it. My heart breaks. say that. But I, I, think on, I did my Jesus Christ! I don't know. I don't, you're Brady. You're, he's a little angry. Tonight. I'm Jesus sorry. Yeah. Christ. Okay. I understand that. You. I understand that. I'm sorry. My favorite, my top five Super Bowls. Can we go from five to one? We are going to go to five to one. Okay. But I, I did leave one out. But I want to make a mention of it, and it, it has to do with somebody Honorable at this mention. table. Honorable mention number six is January 26, 1997. Ooh. The Green Bay Packers beat the. New England Patriots, 35-21. Now, the, the player of the game was Desmond Howard. Had a great return, everything in the game. But Michael was also born 
on that day, Super Bowl Sunday. And can I just say a little note? I'm and this is I'm not even born yet. I don't have a stake against the Patriots, but thank God the Patriots didn't win. My name would have been Billy. He would have been William. He would have been William if, if they went for for the uh, Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. Wow. I would have been. Name. I love Bill Parcells. He was a giant coach. He took over from. And we said if he if we didn't name him until. We knew that I, they were going to win that game. I appreciate the honorable mention there, but I thank God we, the Patriots. We, we were I thinking yeah. Michael, but we said if they win, if, if, if he will be William. Now, Mike, it only feels like it, but the Patriots have not been in the Super Bowl every year. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. There are like. some years that the Patriots, since you've been born, that the Patriots yeah, have been. Yeah, no, but my, my life has been the era of the Patriots. I was born there in the Super Bowl. Now they're in, you know, nine. Maybe oh you've God. been there. Good luck, Trump. I know, years, really. Even though they lost you that bastard. Super Bowl. I know. It's something. They lost, it was this like, is the 10th Super Bowl they've been in Mike's life. Now, that's a different regime because that was Bill Parcells. Was Bill yeah. Coach, Parcells came still, in. If you want me to. Cook the dinner. You gotta let me buy the groceries. Right. And Robert Kraft didn't want him to to buy the groceries, and that's how the 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 whole Bill Belichick era started. But my number my number five Super Starting Bowl. Starting at five. Yeah. January fourteenth, nineteen seventy three, Super Bowl seven. The Dolphins undefeated season. They go seventeen and zero, beat the Washington Redskins fourteen to seven. Now, to me, I mean, perfect season. I I, I love. Uh, Jim Kick, I love. Who could forget Jim Zonk, Kick? Larry Zonka, Paul Warfield. But the funny thing about that game, <clears throat> the the Dolphins have a chance to kick a field goal. The game is fourteen nothing. Gary a premium, the snap gets screwed up. He picks up the ball, tries to throw it. It's picked off, running for a touchdown by the Washington Redskins. But the every Dolphin that's ever talked about, they said if he makes the kick. We win the game seventeen and zero, and we're seventeen and zero. Oh wow! I didn't even know that. So like they, every time Larry Zonka he goes, if he makes it, it doesn't screw it up. We're seventeen and zero wins, and we beat this team seventeen to nothing. Interesting. So that was number five. Number four to me was Super Bowl ten. Steelers beat the Cowboys twenty one seventeen. It's the second uh, Steelers uh, Super Bowl. They won Super Bowl nine against the Vikings. Anytime the Steelers were in the Super Bowl was awesome for me back in the 70s, especially with the steel curtain and everything else. I love them. And the best thing was they beat the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. My third, number three on my list, Super Bowl thirteen. Steelers beat the Cowboys 35-31. Great Super Bowl game. Those two Super Bowl games were some of the best Super Bowl games ever. This This was a Steelers rematch against the, the Cowboys. 35-31, 35-31, and my man Terry Bradshaw is MVP. My second, mm-hmm. Super Bowl 42. We have to go with that one. Of the course. Giants beat the Patriots. Yep. They ruined the undefeated season. Yep. Eli is MVP. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about Eli being elite mm-hmm. or not elite. Mm-hmm. You can't spell elite without Eli, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. Eli is, is, is the man. That's the helmet catch and the almost, Eli gets 42, almost dragged yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was an awesome So game. now my number one. Number one. January 12th, 1969, Super Bowl three. Joe Namath. Interesting. And why? Because it made that game made this game possible. At pop, I'm telling, and they're going to honor Joe Namath at this I, game, which they should, because Joe Namath was the. I guarantee it. We're going to win this game. Tremendous, and I, you know, quoting some people, tremendous 
underdogs. Nobody, and I mean nobody gave them, and we talked about this in the last podcast, nobody gave them a chance. None. And this made the Super Bowl what it is. Because don't forget, the first two were the AFC-NFC champion. I mean, they were the AFL-NFL champion, world championship. It wasn't even the Super Bowl then. The Super Bowl didn't come in until after all this with, with Namath and everything. Now, there's been a lot of great games, but this game... A couple of snubs I want to bring in that I'm Sure, surprised. you can bring them in. The one where the Giants beat the Bills, wide I, left. I'm surprised was, that didn't make it. I, I was... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going... And also the Giants' first Super Bowl win that didn't pick either. The one against the Niners? The one they beat the Broncos. Broncos I didn't me. pick those two. I picked this... Look, and the one they beat the, the other time they beat the Patriots was another yeah. big upset. Another big upset, but with these were just the ones like so. This beat, is your most memorable one. These of were the four. Uh, look, the the anytime the Giants were in there, I didn't bring up the two thousand. Like I got blown out by the Ravens. Yeah, I, thank I, you I for not bringing one. that one. I let that one. That's out. their only Super Bowl loss. Am I that correct? Is correct. But it's a it's a very good list. To me, it, I tried to go like old school with it because I loved the Dolphins being undefeated. Mm-hmm. And like you know, we were like we're talking about perfection, and we're ripping the uh, we're ripping the Patriots for it. But everybody was right. like, and the, who's ever uh, still alive? Obviously, they couldn't do it; if they were passed away on that Super Bowl winning team of the Dolphins. Every time a team doesn't go undefeated or loses a game, they all pop champagne because it still hasn't happened. And I saw a game; uh, it wasn't a Super Bowl game. It was when Dan Marino beat the 85 Bears in Miami mm. and all the team all the old players from that that Super Bowl 7 were there. And Marino was magical that night. You you wanted to see a guy throw a football. It was like amazing. And and this is when they were talking about this is the greatest bear this is the greatest football team. This is the greatest defense, whatever. And I know isn't it's not it, Super Bowl. Isn't it interesting though that it, I know that sometimes in this is the the case I make for the Rams in the Super Bowl right. is sometimes the way history moves oh, I is got that it. it's the Dolphins that beat the 85 Bears. Absolutely. That's why I was trying to that's, bring it in a little bit here because they're saying there's no way the Bears aren't going to go undefeated. They're so, such good team. They can do everything. Their defense, nobody's going to. And then Marino just got the ball. Dart, dart, dart. They couldn't even get to the There wasn't even a Bear in the picture around Marino because he got it and threw it. To see this guy throw a football was amazing. That's why I, even though he never won a Super Bowl, he got to one. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get off the tangent too much, but I love Dan Marino. I, I would, I, if I could get two more jerseys in here, I'd get Marino, and I'd get TB, of course, Terry Bradshaw. Before we get to Michael and Zach's definitive list of Super yes. Bowls as well, Super, yes. um, I just there's a couple honorable mentions. Go right ahead. These, that, not, this is that my list. You know that that and it's a good list. A Super Bowl. It's a good list. Zach has and Mikey too. Mike got list. these um, here. Um, Super Bowl. You gotta uh, have it. Super. Elway. Elway's one where he was helicopter. Helicopter. That was one of the first Super Bowls I can remember. Yep. Um, Another great one with the Rams when they won that Super Bowl against the Titans. Oh, that was a great where. Uh, it's the last play of the game, and Kevin Dyson is reaching, reaching. for the for the goal line. Um, so those are just a couple I wanted to, to, and, to and bring I just up want as to honorable say, mention. And Aaron Rodgers' one Super Bowl was a lot of fun. He played great. Right. I just want to say one thing before you give us your Super Bowl mm-hmm. list. When we talked about like McVay being this genius, and and we we brought up the last you know uh, podcast where we're talking about the look, everybody's looking young coaches and young coaches. Who was the coach of the St. Louis Rams? When they were the greatest show on turf. Dick Vermeil. And how old was Dick Vermeil? 114. Exactly. My point. 
Mm-hmm. If you have the players and you're smart enough to, and you're not smart enough to coach them to play the way they should play. Mm-hmm. Dick Vermeil was like sixties. Well, we were talking, but we were talking about Dick Vermeil, or we were talking about the American Revolution earlier, and Dick Vermeil was there. He, he was, was there. He was yeah. He and was a general. He's making the, wine in California now. Good but for him. But to show you the difference, he was the the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles when they lost the Super Bowl to the Raiders, and this guy was. 24-7, I'm not going home. Right, yeah. I'm not doing anything. I am staying here. When he went to the Rams, he was like, I got to take a step. I got to chill a little bit here. I got to mm-hmm. think a little bit here. I've got Mike March as my offensive coordinator. I've got a great... Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator? Uh, uh, Mike March. I can't remember who was the defensive coordinator. Was it I know Smith? Mike March was the offensive coordinator. Yep. But he just said, hey, look, I've got a team that's got a, a great quarterback in... In the Hall of Fame, who we all met, Kurt Warner, except for Zach, who wouldn't shake his hand for some reason. I don't, I'm just kidding. Didn't even make Dark it place. up for our trip. <laughs> but he had Marshall Falk, mm-hmm. Isaac uh, uh, Bruce, uh, Tory Holt. Uh, Holt, just a great Ozzie team. Ozier Akeem in the slot. Right, and I don't want to get off a tangent. How can we forget about Ozier Akeem? Because you guys got a Super Bowl list that you want to give me your top five. Uh, so, Zach, you want to start, uh, start first? I don't know if you're going to go more 2000s or... Uh, yeah, this it's is going to be a good Michael, list I don't know if you want to go old it's school with uh, Buster Crab and... Uh, we, you know. we've, we've spoken a lot of narrative yeah. here today. Right. And I right. think that uh, right. narrative plays more into uh, football than most any other sport. Right. And that's why we're going to talk about the narratives of superhero movies today. Here's my top five. Superhero. Oh, superhero wow. movies. Guys have done superhero things in a Super Bowl? Is that what I'm getting here? No, just no. guys paid a lot of money to pretend. Yeah, to okay, be super. So good. you again didn't do the show we asked you. I did it. not. Do the you show of we course will have your Excellent. Super Bowl highlight. Or which one did you? Oh do? no, I uh, I went. For did Zach the, call I went, you? I went with just the word super, so I just went superhero. Oh, okay, oh, excellent. Yeah. So we're gonna excellent. go. That's, that's the way I. I so do both things. of us will go number uh, number five. I mean, I, I got I, this. My hands are tingling here. I got. I, I, you know what? Got a few. Everything's tingling on me. I'm scary right now. I'm gonna paint a picture for you. Uh, uh, you know, it's the, it's, it's the mid two thousands. Uh, you know, superhero movies are proven to make some money, but you know, you, right. you don't know what's going to happen. Print media might be going. Uh huh. Marvel's down on luck. Throws a hail mary pass. Wow, hail mary through that. What in. does it do? Puts all of its money in Robert Downey Jr. being mm. Iron Man. Ooh, wow, interesting. That's number that, five. That's number five because that starts everything. I think that there's some points in that movie that's that aren't perfect, number but five. I think that we wouldn't have where we are today. Did you know it's the only one that I saw of, of Robert Downey Jr.? Really? Was Super Bowl, I, was Super Bowl one. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see I had to see If anything. Iron Man, well, Dad, if Iron Man were to be on a football team, what position would you have Iron Man at? I'd put him at receiver because how could you cover him with the height he can go up? I you, know? Would, you know what? I would put him at... Uh, He'd be like the new Lawrence Taylor. Oh, like he would be the new Jesus. Lawrence Taylor. Wow. All right, wow. Number, Michael, would you? Uh, uh, you're let, a, I don't want a controversy of Michael. Okay, let's no, let's you go. Give your first. five, and then Mikey's going to go. I got you. All right, I'm going to do one that uh, probably most people don't know, but he's maybe my favorite Batman, the Kevin Conroy Batman, the animated series Batman movie, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. If wow. you haven't seen it, it's amazing. It's really, really wow. good. I it's, can see Mikey's eyes rolling. No, it's, it's, speaking as a, I was going to say, I didn't expect an animated movie. It's 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 dark. It's uh, it might be the best hot take. Do very dark things today. Well, no, Brady, I mean, well, well, the, the Patriots, the dark. The thing. only thing I don't Are stand behind like the was the, the, the comment about the Super Bowl guys. Everything okay. else, I stand behind. He stands by that. Uh, number three, 
Uh, Your voice we, is shaking a little bit. You all right? I am. Even with water. Well, he's worried about my list. I'm worried about Michael's list. I'm actually more hyped about this game, and the more we've talked, I'm a little bit excited, more excited for tomorrow. Oh. Um, number three. Number three. I got my two brothers here. This is a very special movie for me and for us. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was a, a great time just seeing it with them and a great movie. Uh, and who's and, the superhero in that one? Just all the like the, these like fifth tier superheroes of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah like, like, like oh, so we got a star group Chris got, Pratt. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Saldana, and uh, Dave so Saldana. Great, great soundtrack. Yeah, okay, I like Zoe Saldana. Okay. The wrestler, the wrestler. Uh, oh, Dave Batista. He's actually a good actor. Yeah, yeah he's a pretty good actor. Like, I've seen him in a couple of things. Yeah, he's no Fifty Cent, but he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. We're talking great actors here, right? <laughs> so you know, Fifty Cent is on his own level. Originally, I was going to do uh, superhero uh, moments. So number two, I had to do uh, the first Avengers movie, and yeah. the movie became uh, it went from. Good to great, when at the very end of the movie they have Captain America diagram the play for everybody. Okay. The final play of the game. Okay. And then number one, uh, Batman's always been my favorite superhero, Batman uh, The Dark Knight. Interesting. That's that's the best one. Who was the uh, Batman, who was the actor that played the Batman? That's Christian Bale. It's Christian Bale. Uh, Can I ask one question before, Mikey, you do your list? Best Batman of all the actors that have played Batman. Christian Bale. Next to, obviously, Adam West is the... Yeah, we... Okay, so we're not going to... Okay, so he's he's he's, awesome. He's the Tom Brady of Batman. So what do do we got? Who's the best Batman in any of the movies? I mean, I... Michael, I have to say Christian Bale because I grew up on Christian Bale, but I also give my number two to Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. I know a lot of people might put Michael Keaton number one, too, but I just have to... I grew up on Christian Bale. Oh, George Clooney, obviously. (laughs) There you go. The there clues. you go. The, the clues. clues. Now, Zach, please, since you're the Batman, it's your uh, favorite. Okay. I That's to, really, really hard. You know, I, you, okay. you know Adam West is Adam West over is gold. here, bro. You know what? It's going to be weird. This is the Ben Affleck. Too. Zach's going with Affleck. Uh, Val Kilmer was the one that Val means Kilmer Steven. Was very oh, Val good. Kilmer was Val, good. Val Kilmer was, was really good. I feel like he only got one. A very thin Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. Who was, what film was Maggie Gyllenhaal in? Uh, Dark, um, Knight. Dark, Dark Knight, and that's with Heath Ledger. With Heath Ledger, uh, Heath Ledger. Was she Heath also? Oh no, yes. she wasn't in the first one. Katie no. Holmes. Katie Holmes. Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. We had um, Katie Holmes. We had Maggie um, Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, uh, uh, Baldwin's wife. Baldwin's wife. Help me out here. I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, married to Alec Baldwin. Uh, really beautiful. Uh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yeah. Oh, not his present wife. I no, was thinking, I, I, no. But I, I'm talking I, about yeah, yeah, yeah. women that were in the Batman movies. Yep, yep, yep. I think though, honestly, the the best movies with the the best Batman. If Keaton is, I I love 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 Keaton. But if right. you look at the numbers. Just Christian Bale. No, is that, okay. And no Mikey. disrespect to the rest of them. Just I think Christian Bale is the best actor of that group. Period. If you look, Keaton's at, great. Keaton's Keaton's he very plays, close. He plays. Keaton's a very close. He's very good. Early, like, like from Beetlejuice to Batman, or Batman to Beetlejuice. That's a good range right there. And Multiplicity, which is a great movie, and and my wife Liz and your mother loves and thinks he. Should have got nominated for the Academy Award for that because he played so. When many. he in the, in the, he was excellent in Birdman. He was I think it was I a love, very deserved. I love Birdman. I also keeping. I didn't like Birdman. Well, the ending gets people. The ending is crazy. It's like the Departed. <laughs> I, 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 I'd say that Michael Keaton is a, is is the Dan Marino of, of actors. He is. He's, a, he's technically he's great. won an Oscar 
For Spotlight? Is that what he won? Or was it for Birdman? For Birdman. I thought Norman? Birdman won the best picture. He didn't win for that. He won for that. He didn't win a Birdman. I he don't have to love best Birdman. No, I don't believe. And he won a Golden Globe. I don't think he won an Academy Award. So I'll check that. Michael, if I had a drum roll, I'd do it for your... Well, I Five do. I best bef- Super Bowl moments. Before we do move on, I did want to say, keeping in the vein of Michael Keaton being great, I in the newest Spider-Man movie, the um, Homecoming, uh-huh. Michael Keaton plays the Vulture in it, so he's still it playing super. Well, now he's a super villain, but he's still great. Like you know, thinking back in when he was playing uh-huh. Batman way back when, now he's still doing superhero movies. Now Michael Keaton's just amazing. Do we like Willem Dafoe. Of course. Uh, yes. Willem Willem Dafoe, Dafoe, like the Green Dafoe. Goblin from the original okay. Spider-Man. Okay. Got mm-hmm. But, all right, so... Your top five hit me. My top five... Super Bowl moments. Yep, Super Bowl moments. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, my work. superhero Super Bowl moments. Oh, these are superhero... Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So these are super heroic efforts in the Super Bowl, Steve. Great. Is that what I'm getting at? Excellent. All right, go. Michael. So, number I will... Five. For number five, I did, uh, just as Zach, I had Guardians of the Galaxy 1. That movie, when I saw it, it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. And this is going on, like, seeing the, all the Avengers movies, all the Iron Man, all the Captain okay. America. It was just totally different. It was totally... It was like a cool mix of, like, sci-fi and, like, because... Up until that point, they were kind of grounded. Like, they always tried to give some scientific reason or explanation. But then Guardians, it was just, it was totally different. But that Number was, four. Uh, it has the Avengers 1. That was, I remember seeing that. That is tied for, yes. That's that, on this, okay. That, that is the other so we have two on the same, then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and we have one more, but that's, uh, that's unfortunately. Oh, but, okay. so, that one, I mean, I have to say, I saw that, that's the... That's tied for the most amount of times I've ever seen a movie in the theaters was Avengers 1. I saw it with Steven. I remember that. That was the first time I ever saw it. But that movie, like, again, the scene at the end, Captain America just diagnoses everything that's going to happen. And then, you know, that one's amazing. Okay. Number three is Black Panther. I have to Mm. say, I absolutely love that movie. A big shout-out to the movie because they're coming out for... uh, February 1st, the 7th of this month, they're going, it's out in theaters for free for Black History Month. They have it out. Anybody can see it at any time at AMC theaters. They're free. That's a great idea. But that one, it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it's like tied in with 20 movies, but it's the most, like, separated, so you can watch it totally and just not need any, you know, background before. It's great. My second is Spider-Man 2. Another movie I saw with uh, Steven in theaters. I remember I had to like close my eyes with the Doc Ock scene when he kills all the, the... That was the only time I've ever watched like a superhero movie. I was a kid and I actually got scared for the first time. Doc okay. Ock, he, has, like, the, he kills all these doctors who are working on him and everything. But that, Tobey Maguire is still, to me, the only Spider-Man that matters. Over <laughs> Andrew Garfield, over Tom Holland. I love wow, Tom over Holland. Tom Holland. Wow. Listen, I love Tom Holland, but now he's like the little fan favorite thing. You gotta, you gotta respect... School, you gotta respect he's where school. You, you gotta respect where he started from. And, and that's... Tom Maguire is 48 when he was playing him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, but, um, and oh, the, sorry. in the second movie, when he has a scene and he loses his mask on the train and not a single person says his identity, that's like a whole big... That's like one of the best mm-hmm. scenes in a superhero movie sure. ever. Sure. But now, here's where our list me and Zach is the same Dark Knight number one I've never on this is the only DC movie I have in my top five but I've never any DC or Marvel or any other tier like Fox anything I've never seen a movie like Dark Knight and I've never seen an actor like play a villain not even just a villain but just play a role 
like Heath Ledger's Joker. That is the best. Like that is the epitome of roles to me. I have a couple of comments. Can I just? Uh, no, I yeah, nothing. Old. I'm really not. So, I, 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 I wonder. No Aquaman. No. Okay. Well, I'd see it. <laughs> no Wonder Woman. It, it's up there, but and so it would be in, if we five. did it. Would, would Aquaman be in the top ten? Well, I didn't see Aquaman. The thing I had to say, I, I didn't, didn't see Aquaman. I'm going to say no. I haven't seen it either. Uh, I'm going to say no. But if, 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 okay, is, okay, now I have to ask I you. I like Jason Momoa. I have no problem with him. He was very, also in Bullet to the Head, which yeah. we have to give a shout out. I say it was and very Game campy. Of, of course. Yeah. It, but it's also the only DC movie to break the one billion mark. That's why it's like really? that too. Yeah, Aquaman? It, yes. Aquaman made over a billion dollars, and that's why Worldwide, it's... Worldwide, yes. Yeah. It did. What? It's yeah. the only DC tremendous, movie. I keep saying tremendous, but it made a, a ton of money. should run for president. You should run for president with this. They took that word from me. Yeah, but Fantastic. I mean, that's the thing. Not, uh, not just because it made a lot of money, but I mean, I heard it was really... But I didn't... I personally, I don't know. I can't make Aquaman really interesting now, to me. I, ha- I want to ask you this question. You brought up Heath Ledger. Yeah. Heath Ledger, Robert Downey Jr., are they like the two best actors to ever play like your superhero guys? Like is Robert da- Did Robert Downey Jr. make like Iron Man better because he was in it? Or yeah. could somebody else... Yeah, because I think could you they, see somebody else playing it and it would it would work or no one else could play Iron Man and it worked because Iron Man is supposed to be like a failed like like basically a guy who's super talented whose demons got the best of him for a really long time. So that's and the then perfect that's, that's that's the perfect And the whole okay. personality too, he also made in the movies, he made Tony Stark at least likable and interesting. You know, sometimes there's some points in movies they try to make him like a villain or whatever, like, you know, almost like the bad guy at some points, but the reason why he's likable and gets audience appeals because he's played by Robert Downey Jr. In the comics, a lot of people hate Tony Stark because he's just an asshole. He's horrible. But he's what makes audiences like him is we'll Robert Downey Jr. Delete that. Uh, <laughs> we don't. You know, one thing we don't have Melissa here tonight. She's, yeah, so. she's on assignment, but we'll get her the next um, podcast we do. We will get her top five, and I'm sure there'll be a couple of curses in that. Oh, uh, definitely. Sure. Now you just, brought up. Oh, I'm sorry. So just real ahead. quick, I want to get, say Zach, the the, uh, the analogy to Dan Marino was good because Michael Keaton did not only not win an Oscar, his his record in Oscars is the same as Marino's in the Super Bowl, oh, all in one. So he 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 was nominated. Do we know who won that year that he was up? Uh, for that? Do we know? I can take a look. You know, you, you brought Gary up. Old I'm Marino. glad you, you you brought that up because you mentioned like you know Dan Marino, you know, thing. And I want I want to ask you this. And I had this, and, and Stephen kind of said I didn't think it was that good. But I want to ask you one actor and athlete. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Brady. What, well, they have the Giselle Bunchen connection already. Correct. Um, y- yeah. Like, I, yeah. Are, are they on the same plane? Would you rather be like if. What, if I'm the same, hey, Zach. Mm hmm. You're, now I know how you feel about Tom Brady, but put that aside. Like okay. you're Tom Brady's, you have he has your temperament. Okay. So we go like this: you could be Leonardo DiCaprio, you could be Tom Brady, supermodel wife, great life, whatever. Or would you want to be DiCaprio, who's 
Oh, DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah, I like, also feel like it's the equivalent too. Is Tom Brady at some points is the big bad of the NFL is a villain. I don't really know if people look at Leonardo, you know, as like a villain in like the movie, you know, like that. Would I be wrong to say DiCaprio's overrated a little bit? No. Yeah. No. Well, I was just gonna say that. No, they, I mean, yes, you would be wrong. I think he's great. There's I also think he's, I, do. But, I do. But would I be wrong, like to say that I think he's a little bit? He's like the the the. No, he's over. Dad, I'm, I'm he's gonna, over. I would agree with you that so that here's what happens in acting that's different from sports. A lot of times, like the top tier actors, the older you get, like the the you may not be in the best movie, but you'll get an Oscar for it, or you'll finally get recognized right. for your body of work before it. When stuff, I think like DiCaprio's doing some good stuff now. But like I really, I mean, no, younger to look, I'm not, than look, I, I, I think like I, I know we're, we're running short on time, but I, I don't dislike Leonardo DiCaprio. I know he's making a movie about the '60s and the, this Manson thing with Brad Pitt and he's everything doing the else Manson like that. One? But I don't think he's doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with everyone. It looks like right. That's the movie, yeah, right? That's, that's what movie. it's called. Now I didn't see a lot of the Revenant that he won the, you know, but I thought Tom Hardy was unbelievable in that movie. Yeah. Am I wrong about Tom Hardy being? I didn't see The Revenant. Oh, okay. No, well, that's I, the one he won the Academy yeah, Award. Yeah, I'm aware. That goes, I think, on what Zach's saying. But that wasn't Leonardo, like his best movie, but because of the fact he hasn't won one. But he's still young. I mean, Paul Newman, you know, Richard Burton never won. Paul Newman waited forever to win. Yeah. It wasn't even a great one. And we've talked about this in past podcasts. So why are we like Leonardo DiCaprio has to win it for this movie? And I don't want to get into a big thing about it. I, I know I shouldn't, but... But DiCaprio's great. Yeah, it's like no one's questioning DiCaprio's greatness. It's just that you Is know, he a tad I, overrated, Steve. Uh, tad I don't. I don't. Well, I think all actors are over. I think it, most of it depends on what the what the role they're in. Like DiCaprio, right. like McConaughey was not a great actor until he started being in movies with great scripts. Correct. Right. So to me, That's it depends it. on. I think actors inherently, as far as like what makes a great movie, you could see somebody come out of nowhere and give a great performance because they were in a movie with a great director with a great script. You guys like Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Who was he until he started getting those? Like, he's oh, yeah. just a perfect yeah. example, in my opinion. Absolutely. Of, right. He's. What what the hell did he do before he started doing the the project? Exactly, so, exactly. Right. It, it, when he did Bloodline, that's when I really discovered this guy from a Netflix series, Bloodline. I'm like, this guy. Which the show dropped after he was gone. Was like it was awesome, nowhere, absolutely yeah. awesome. In that Jason movie. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Okay, another another yeah. Netflix show, right? Yep. Ozark. Oh, okay, yeah. amazing. It you he just won a SAG award, I think. Yeah. So you you'll say, oh, he's not a great. Dramatic act. Steve Carell all yeah. of a sudden can do. It just depends on what, who they're in, and, and the directors. Yeah, this this season up. of True Detective is okay, but let me tell you what: Steven Dorff, this guy that like everyone's written off as like a crap B movie actor, great. he's great, and it, I, I like seeing that a lot too. Yeah. People that yeah. no one thinks good, good, but that's you know, no nope, story entirely. I, you know, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna have to do an Academy Awards show anyway. I know that you know we have mm. another. Still, of we still that, hoping to host. I appreciate all you guys coming up and giving your time for this. This is our Super Bowl. Just to go over our picks one more time, I'm going out on the limb here and I'm picking the Patriots because yep. I think they're one and done. I don't think this can, you know, they're that good. But I'm going to go 35 oh, yeah, 24. I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure about this Brady character. Mm -hmm. Mikey, you're not giving me a score, but you're going Rams. No. Uh, you're Patriots, going no, Patriots big. I'm going Patriots big. So I don't see the Rams having it. I tried to trick them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Zach, your love for Tom Brady, number twelve, Ram. TV twelve diet. You're on. Yes, avocado everything. Avocado yeah. everything. Uh, 
Rams. Rams are going to win. Field goal at the buzzer. Field goal at the buzzer. It's going to be a nail biter. Uh, Patriots close. Patriots close. Patriots close. What do you say close? More than six. Less than six. Less, less than, than six. six. So you're you're with Zach. I think it's a like, I think it's a. I hope you guys game. are right mm-hmm. that it's close. Mm-hmm. I, I, hope I go that, big by like a more than like a two possession no, more game. Right. I'm saying I that's hope, a my. Business. I hope we're. I hope they're right where it's close and you're. You yeah. Know, well, because you want. I, I also don't say that. I know the interesting game would be the nail biting to think. Right. I just don't see the Patriots making you know, this interesting. That, that's to me. And the last thing I'll say before we we, we close up shop. You hope that because you got so many people watching it. But the one thing I want to say is, is the NFL back because ratings were up. It was just, and everybody's, you know, either hates this Patriots team or whatever. But this is going to be one that's going to be, I think this is going to be one of the most I think it's wise. Be a good Super Bowl. Because they did the, um, those prop bets and we didn't get into it. But the over under is 106.5 million viewers for the Super wow. Bowl. Which last year was 103. So they raised it three million over under watching the Super Bowl this year, TV sets in America one hundred and six point five million. Wow, that's wow. the over. We'll leave it at that. We'll it Melissa, at that. we missed you. You guys were great. Thanks for doing this, and we'll see you again real soon. See you soon. Pass is prime, baby. Good job, Pass boys. Is prime. Good.